0: Good morning. Welcome to all of joining us for Likutei HaLochas, Yeridea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Lo Yilbash, Gever, Simla Isha, HaLoch Aleph. We dedicate the learning today for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Atore Esther Basgalia, Michael Yakoy Ben Idis, Gershon Nechanoi Ben Rochel, Ides Bas Miriam Vreindel, Yehudas Bas chayobrocha bas <laughs> perol, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Yaakov Yeshua ben Frangl-Rechel, Shlame ben Mazal, Avram Dovid ben Chana, Hindachasa bas Chana, Soregitl bas Chana Riva, Gitigendol bas Sipoira, Dovid Lei ben Shana, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chayimariya ben Brocha, Yuspehendol bas Giteleya, Soruchol bas Yuspehendol, Avililona Yerachmiel Yisrael Doi ben Frumet Mechama, Eitan Yohel ben Edna, ben Chai El ben Rochel, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudas Gila, Yosef ben Mazel, Asa ben Yehudas, Rivkechana ba Shoshana, Besoch Shachor This haloha is based on a chapter, on the that we've had several times recently. We've had several halohas based on this chapter. Alpi Meshra Sakina. This halacha will be based on chapter thirty in the Kutimaran, <coughs> where Rabbenazal explains, <sharp inhale> It's impossible for a person to achieve high level understanding of Hashem, high level ideas, without <coughs> it being constricted, brought down. <clears throat> into lower level things. Just like when a, when a Rebbe or a teacher is trying to teach something sometimes that's advanced, they know they have to give an introduction first. They have to prepare the person first, all kinds of haqdamas, introductions, in order to prepare the person to be able to get to that high level thing. Or just like very often, in order to be allowed to take a certain course, there are a few prerequisites. You have to first have taken these three courses or these six courses before we're going to allow to go, you to go into it. Why? What do I... I don't want that. I just want this. You want this. You are not going to be able to understand it properly unless you first have these introductions. This tzimtzum and this seichel ha-tachtoyim. Shehu <speaking in Hebrew> kli kabel b'sochoy ha-seichel This tzimtzum, this seichel ha is a vessel into which a person can receive the seichel ha-elyon. V'hu bechinas malchus. And this keli, this, this tzimtzum, this choch motato, as we're going to see, corresponds to the sphere of malchus. Now Rav Zal begins. V'zeh b'chinas begodin. And this is the concept of clothing. Sheheim bechinas malchus. Clothing is associated with malchus. Kimuva Bemaimar hayman, As Rav speaks about this in chapter 29 in Likut Imran. He's going to show us later, it says in Megillus Esther, Levush, Vayetse Modachai, Bilevush Malchus. Levush, Malchus. Malchus is Levush. And in fact, it's brought that the the Boruch Shem Kevoid Malchus Eloilom Voed, the first letters of Boruch Shem Kevoid Malchus Eloilom are Bigimatria Lovesh. To show that that's this concept of Malchus, Levush. Ki Godim Heim Levushim because our clothing, our garments. Just like clothing covers us and, and puts us into a certain box, so too the seichel hatachtoin covers, clothes, and, and puts the seichel into a certain box, into a certain constriction. Every single Jew has an obligation, every single day, to try to understand things based on the level they are at. Because most definitely, if a person is on a level to understand higher level things, they're on a level to understand Gemara, that person is not allowed to say but I don't want to learn Gemara Gemara is a little hard I have to push myself a little I'd rather just learn Mishnais. it's also Torah not allowed to do that But not allowed to do that if you're capable of more you're supposed to keep climbing that ladder going higher and higher every day Vafilu And even the opposite of this, and for a person to try to study or to look into things that are above their level is forbidden. It's dangerous. It could harm the person. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this in several places on the Puteimran, especially in chapter thirty-four. There, Rabbeinu Zalbais, he said on the Pesach, Hashem Eloi Kai, Godalto Ma'oid. Godalto means to grow, to expand. oil means great. But Ma'oid, ma'oid, means, ma'oid in Hebrew means very, but Ma'oid is a constriction. Ma'oid is, is uh, the Malach it's brought. Toiv Ma'oid. Ma'oid represents a concept of Tzimtzum, Gevura, a concept of tzinsumim. So the Godalta has to be with tzimtzum. Vezeh bechina so'isur, sheloye k'li gever And this will explain, this teaches us on a higher level, on a spiritual level, what the Torah is referring to when it says that a, a, a woman is not allowed to wear men's clothing. Kimisha mi a person who has a lower level seichel, vehu bemadreigoktanah, that person's on a lower level, Hubi Isha. He is referred to he corresponds to the concept of the woman She bechinas The woman represents generally a lower level Das, a level of Das that's not able to think so deeply and clearly. whereas the opposite a person who's on a higher level of seichel, ish? He's associated with the concept of the man. Shehu which represents a higher level seichel, a more a more settled layer seichel. Women are generally more emotional and less less meyushav, and the man is, is a concept of a higher level seichel. Now, is this a Bresla thing? No. Rabbi Sale quotes a Gemara. There's a Gemara that Rabinizal quotes there in Torah Lamed, where the Posak says, just a moment. I believe the Gemara quotes the Posak "Haviu Bonai Mikoroiv Ubenoisai Meyrochoik. Here it is. Exactly. A Posak <coughs> the, the Gomorrah Minochis says, the Posak says, "Haviu bonai me rochoik ubenoisai miksei Bring my sons from the distance and my daughters from the other end of the world. So the Gemara says there, <coughs> The term Benoisai <coughs> alludes to the exiles when the Jews were in other countries. <coughs> Where we weren't able to think clearly and properly. <coughs> like girls. <coughs> Whereas bonim whereas Bonim ze seichel Rabbi Nezal says that Bonai represents a, a level <coughs> Rabbi Nezal shows this from the Gemara there now again does this mean that every man is smarter than every woman of course not we know that's not the reality but it means that the concept of Ish is a concept which is supposed to be a higher level of Das and a higher level of Das Mayushav. And the concept of woman is a lower level of Das. daiton the says. And therefore, isha the therefore, a person who at a particular point in time is like a woman, which means in this respect he's at the lower level. It's forbidden for that person to dress themselves in a garment that, that's not for them, that's three sizes too big. la which means to go above his level. A person who hasn't learned any gemara or any halacha yet, and that person is going to attempt to learn Kabbalah on their own, attempt to learn the Zohar Kodesh, the writings of the Ariza, because it's interesting, it's very... It's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to be constructive. If a person is being taught by a Rebbe, by a teacher, who knows and understands exactly where that person is at, and the Rebbe knows the material very, very well, and the Rebbe knows exactly what he can share with that Talmud and not, then it could be beneficial. It's like a person g- being given an appetizer in a meal, an appetizer, where a person gets, takes a drink in the beginning of the meal to whet their appetite, that kind of thing. But again to, to attempt to learn it on their own, or a person even who's going to attempt to learn Gemara on their own completely, without having the basics of Mishnais, without having the basics of Chumash, it's going to be very hard for them to get a proper good understanding of it. Vizhu, and this is what the Pasuk means when it says Lo gever al Isha, that a woman is not allowed to wear men's clothing. Gever zebechinas hechacham. In this context, Gever represents the chochom. Bechinas, as it says in Mishlay, Gever chochom Ba'ois. A man is powerful in his in his with his knowledge, with his chachmo. Ukli gever, clothing of a gever, zebachinas, had simtsumim, vahkelim, sha'alyotom mechabela chokhmo kana. The clothing of the gever represents the tsimtsumim, that chokm tato, the vessels. In which he's receiving the Chachmah. And even though we're not talking about a person here who doesn't know what Kalim are, even if the person knows what Kalim are, even if the Chachmah and this high level of knowledge has already been shrunken and it's been put into Kalim, it's been put into a box. May la meaning that this person has already understands it. Because without Kalin, the smartest person in the world cannot achieve a true, positive, healthy understanding. But still, Afal Pikain, even if we're talking about a person who's working with Chachma and with Kaelin, Afal Pikain a person who's on a lower level than them, that person is compared to Isha, that Isha, the person on the lower level, is not allowed to put on the kalim of the person who's on a much higher level. Because it's forbidden for a person to look above their level. Meaning, above their level means what's out of reach for them now, what they're not supposed to be looking at. We're supposed to be growing every day. Every day you're learning a little more, you're going a little higher. But here we're talking about a person making a jump that they're not qualified to make. And this now, Rav Nossam explains a very important diuk. The pastor could have said, Lo yilbash. It doesn't say lo yilbash. It could have said lo yilbash gever. Similarly, it doesn't say that. It says lo yihye kligever alisha. The clothing of, of a man should not be on a woman. Lo lo Whereas in the second here for the pasuk, it says lo yilbash gever simlasisha. So why the difference? Why here is it lo yiye, and why over there is it lo yilbash? What Rav What telling us here is: you should know this is an impossibility. It will not be the isha, the lower person, will not be able to to put on the high, the ever, to put on the higher level thing. Because the person has not yet gotten to that level. And therefore, even for the, that garment to be on that, just to be i not, I'm not wearing it, I'm just trying it on. I'm just putting it on for a minute. It's not going to work. It's not going to be beneficial. It's not allowed, even for a moment shall adain because the person is, has not yet gotten to that level. even though it should be on him for a for a short time is forbidden. Besefei, but in the second part of that Pasuk, Ksiv Lo Bash Gever, that a gever, a, the person's on a higher level, is not allowed to dress up on the lower level. Because this person's on a higher level, they can definitely learn Gemara. We don't have to tell, of course he can learn Mishnayis, of course. To, To achieve that knowledge. It's just that it's forbidden for him to stay there and not advance and not work on his level. A person has to work and push themselves to be able to understand what's on their level. We know in the field in, in gashnis, a person who's doing exercise to try to build up their body. If that person is up to thirty push-ups, they can do they can handle thirty push-ups well. And that person comes in and for the next week they do ten push-ups, so twenty push-ups. It, it's not going to accomplish what that person needs to accomplish, what that person should be accomplishing. So this is the concept of know huh? Exactly, this is the concept where Rabbi Nezal says in the Rami Chapter Six that, that that true tshuva, true coming close to Hashem, requires knowing how to climb and knowing how to, how to knowing how to go up the ladder and knowing how to come down back down from the ladder. And Rabbi Nezal Wright said that it's a tremendous Bikkiist because, because this is where many, many thousands of people fail. They don't know that in Yiddishkeit there's no such thing as putting it in park. There's no such thing. A Jew has to be climbing, every day climbing, advancing. One of Rabbi Nezal's Talmudim said, if my Kriyashma today will be like my yesterday's Kriya shema, I'm ready to put my head on the guillotine. They should chop off my head. Because it means I, I don't deserve to live. If Hashem gave me a new day, He expects a new... He doesn't want yesterday's Kriya He doesn't want yesterday's Gemara. He wants new. He wants new. Every day, I'm climbing. I'm a new person, like a newborn baby. You know, looking... You know, Who's, who's constantly learning new things. V'zeh Shepirish Rashi. And this is why Rashi over there in the Chumash makes it perfectly clear... That this kind of thing—women wearing pants, women wearing men's clothing, and men wearing women's clothing—leads to niuf. <coughs> the wording in Rashi there is that, that a, a man is not a, a woman is not to put on a man's clothing. Why? So that she looks similar to a man. He's wearing pants and she's wearing pants which makes it easier, easier and more conducive for her to mingle with men. You want to know what's under that? No, no, no. I have no... no yes, the woman you have... Are you are you interested in adultery? Are you interested in... Znu? What are you, nuts? And she does know that there's a malach inside of her that's very interested. And he knows, he knows exactly how to operate. He knows that that putting, putting on pants is an innocent, there's no, it's no big deal, I'm saying, everybody does. And, and they don't know that Hashem, who created men and women, and who created our desires and hearts, Hashem says, She'enzu This is a step towards the direction of adultery, of divorces, rahmanos, and of all kinds of major trouble. And, and the next Rashi, where it says that a man is not allowed to wear women's garments, Rashi says, Lelech ben hanoshim, which again makes it easier and more conducive for him to sit among women, to to mingle with women, because men and women are supposed to stay apart. Another interpretation Rashi says, that there are certain customs which women do. Women remove the hair of the underarms. Women remove other hair, which a man isn't allowed to do that. That's female behavior. A man is not allowed to do that. And then it says, and the Pesach finishes, because... This is considered Toeva, despicable and disgusting, a person who does this. Rashi says, toyra de toyeva. What what the Torah is telling us here is that those types of clothing that could lead to to'eva, that's what's forbidden. A belt. A woman wears a belt, a man wears a belt. Shit, they're not allowed to, they're allowed to wear belts. It's those kind of clothing that could be seductive in any kind of way, or that could lead in any way to erva, that to toyeva, that's where the Torah says that's forbidden. exactly. Now Rab says again, hatam The reason for this is, because this could lead to sins between men and women. Rab says, based on what I heard from Rab now, he uses the words Neiro which means Rav Nassim writing this while Rav is still living. al Maimar Chazal, regarding the Gemara in Sukkot, which says, Kol mechaveiroi Yitzroi godol himenu, that whoever is on a higher level than another person has a higher level Yitzchorah than that person. Shehu Azhora lahadoirei sh'toyro Barabim. Rabbein Azal says in Likut Imran chapter 134 that this is a warning to those people who are teaching Torah <coughs> publicly she that he has to be very careful about what he says nizar to be extremely careful in what he says she that his words should, should be categorized should, should be divided for each and every individual person, that each and every person should receive what's on their level. And no one should hear something that's above their level. I and Shum take a look over there in Torah, Kuflam et It's a short, short chapter. We'll, I'll read it inside. Rabbein Azal says there that it's an avoida gedoila, Torah toira afilulayochid. It's a major avoida to speak words of Torah even to an individual, to another person, to a an individual student. Kolshkain <speaking> Larabim. <Hebrew> How much more so? If a person is going to be teaching publicly, that's no simple matter. That's avoida gedoila. <speaking in Hebrew> that's a very high level avoida. Kitsorch <speaking> li <in> zoher <Hebrew> maoid. The person has to be extremely careful, the one who's teaching, not to say something that the student isn't ready to receive, cannot handle. Because this is a a form of adultery. What is adultery? A person is placing their seed where it doesn't belong. And a person who's placing their knowledge, the seed of their brain, their knowledge, where it doesn't belong, that's considered like ni'uf, Rabbi Nezal says. V'nikra lev'atola, and that's considered like zera lev'atola, like wasting seed, chas v'shoon. Ki enoy because by telling this person something that they can't handle, that's not going to produce any result. So you're, you're, you're giving seed, and you're wasting it, chas v'shoon niuf mamish. And sometimes it's called, it's literally called adultery, possible problem. Just like in adultery, a man has relations with somebody else's wife, and a child is produced, that child is defective, that child is a mamza You'll get a rabbi who says something to a student that the student can't, isn't ready to understand properly, and then that student will go and burn down somebody else's store. The person will go do something dramatic, something terrible, because they heard something in a she'er. And, and they didn't know, they couldn't handle, they, t- it, it had to be said much more carefully so that they shouldn't hear what they think is a permit and that it's a mitzvah. To, we, we see this going on, not just this is going on around us in many places. Rabbonin making statements and certain people hearing those statements and, and twisting it, Every person has to be careful. The Gemara says, The Gemara says this to the Tanoim and Amoiroim. Be careful because there was a Talmud who heard something and left and started his own religion, Rachman al Islam. And therefore, a person who's teaching Torah, it's very possible that that person could, could be attacked with Therefore a person has to be extremely careful when they're lecturing publicly that the words should should split up, The, the words that they're saying should reach every person, every person should hear exactly what they need to hear, not more and not less. Each person should hear what they need, lo and not more. a person will say, "I don't." That's impossible. How do you do that? Even though he's speaking and he's giving one lecture, he's saying, making one statement, still a person, it's possible if Hashem helps a person that each and every person listening will hear exactly what they need to hear. What managela, what applies to them, v'tzorich and what that person needs. U bezoyar, as it says in the Zohar Kodesh, yisroi, that when, when the miracles of Kriyas Yansuf, and Mamto, everything happened, Yisroi heard. So the Zohar asks, asks, alma he wasn't the only one who heard. It says, "Shamu amim yergozon Everyone heard. What, what's why what? Yisroel, Elo Yisroy Shama u'ba. Yisroel heard what he needed to hear to be able to help him to convert, to come running, to come running and join, join Moshe join Klal Yisroel. I and Sham. take a look over there in the Zohar, Kodesh Parshas The Zehu, and this is also the famous statement in the Zohar, Kodesh. Zakor, man demawel al udna deshoma ashray to that person who speaks to ears that are listening person has to be very careful sometimes the person says I had to say it I don't care if he wanted to hear it or not I don't care if she wanted to hear that but I have to say what I need to say you're nuts you don't have to say anything you have to shut up if, if you're going to say something to someone who and, and those words are not going to help them are not going to benefit them you could be performing Znus, Rachman, you could be <coughs> being, committing the worst, worst sins in the world. Ashrei to the person who speaks to ears that are listening. First, study carefully to see if the person is listening. And this is why the Gemara says, that whoever is higher than another person, we're talking about a God oil. He's a ra- he's he's a teacher he's not a validese oimer toira and and as a result of that he's giving over toira as Yitzroy yitzroi godol then he should know that he has a bigger yitzhara ki yitzroi godol Mimenu, he should know that the yitzhara is going to try to be bigger than him and overpower him ki yuhal his gaparol of hayitzhara it's possible for the Sahara to attack this person, the teacher, the Rebbe, with Taivasniuf. Vetzoroch lehi shomer Person has to be extremely careful and measure their words. Look around, see who's there, see who's present, and be able to know exactly to, to be super careful in what I'm saying. This tsimsum, this issue of tsimsum. I so mean, a person could come to a shir could be doing in the shir, and you see certain people around and then i will just change the, 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 the direction of the shir? You, you're hitting the nail on the head. When Rabbanitzah moved to Uman the last few months of his life and Uman was a hotbed of reform and there were these three incredible apikursim, people who swore, a father-in-law and his two sons-in-law, who swore that they will never say the word G-O-D. That's how... It, that's how allergic they were to religion. And it's brought that they... they and they got rid of... There were rabbis that tried to come to the city and they got rid of them. They got them thrown out. They, or they got them to run away. Rabbi Yitzhab Raditchev tried to come to Uman and, and he left. And Rabbi Enizal came and they heard there's a new guy in town, a young kid, 30, 38 years old. And they said, for him probably we don't need heavy guns. One one guy said, I'll go first. Let me see if there's anybody to talk to. And then we'll see, uh, you know, we'll take it from there. So he goes, he knocks on the door, and Rabbi answers the door, and he says, yes. And he says, I heard an important person came to Uman. He says, yeah, right across the street. There's a general there, a a, a Russian general. He's he's right, right across the street. And this guy, the one who came, was a super intelligent. He saw right away that this wasn't just a joke that Rabbein understood what he was coming for, and Rabbein was showing him the door. So he, he went back and said, it, it looks like there's who to talk to. It looks like there's who to deal with here. And then it's brought that they came to see Rabbein and they walked in while he was in the middle of giving a shir. And the second they walked in, he changed the channel. Quick turn. He switched to the toysvis in, in, in sukkah, which speaks about geometry, all kinds of geometric, a circle within a square, that if you're making a sukkah, what's the minimum size of a sukkah if the sukkah is circular? What if it's a square? What if it's a circle inside of You know. And they looked at each other and they said, he ain't giving that share for that. he's talking to us. You know, this isn't for them, they they, they understood right away. And it's written that Rabbeinazal was careful not to say any Torah in their presence. Not to say any dvar Torah in their presence, and he played chess with them. So he under, he knew exactly who they were, and he knew that it's asur when they when this while they're in this state, it's asur to say a, a word of Torah, a pasuk and chumash in, in their presence. And Rabbeinu won them over; they loved him, and they, they loved Rab you know, and uh, they came for a Hashanah, and again, they were off, uh, the maid, They were aristocrats, and one of them, the maid, came to offer him coffee. He said, "Not before tshuvas." Hmm. So, how do we stand a chance? have anybody? That? Good question. How do we stand a chance? The answer is we don't, unless we plug in to a big, big tzaddik. Unless, if a person is not learning Likudim Ram Likudim allah, if a person isn't connecting to a big tzaddik who understands all of it, who who does know everything. And the person knows their place. That I'm not the tzaddik, I'm not the Rebbe. I am a Talmud. Person coming as a Rebbe, there's a certain level of overconfidence that I can say whatever I want. I can say person knows I'm a Talmud. I'm a Talmud, that's a whole other league. I'm not the I'm not a big Rebbe and I'm not a big you know, whatever I'm saying, I'm saying with tremendous caution. And I'm saying that well, please take what I'm saying. If, if you think it can help you, if you think it's, you know, use it. If not, you know, with all kinds of caution related to it. That's the message that's being delivered here. We're going to see the next halacha. Rav Nossenzel is going to speak about a person knowing when to, when to punch and when to be gentle. Rav Zal is going to go into that also in the next halacha. But why did Rav Zal in the beginning give Rav Nassim Zal a Seder of learning 18 prokim of Mishnayis Though Rav Nossensal was quite capable of learning Gemara, the answer, is that, the answer is, he didn't tell him not to learn Gemara. He told him that a, one of the tikkunim that he needed for his neshama was to learn 18 prokim of mishnahis. The Arizal, I believe the Arizal is the source, who writes that the word Mishnah is the letters Mishama, and the Limud of Mishnayis is very, very holy, very special, very important. There are some people who at Chatzois, they learn Mishnayis because it's such a holy Limud. But again, Rabbein didn't tell it to him instead of Gemara or instead of Halacha. Or, and and Rabbein writes at one place that Rabbein told him that he wants him to learn Kabbalah, but not yet. He has to first learn a lot more halacha, to prepare himself. We see that R- Rabbeinu Hazal was a tzaddik on the caliber to know what each person needs for the tikkun of his neshama. He gave tikkunim, he told this person to fast Mondays and Thursdays. He told all kinds of different... But, but, but I, I, again, that was a particular tikkun for his neshama. That wasn't telling him that this is your level of learning. Not at all. Paragraph base, vehine, al pi Based on what we just explained, shekolech hotzoech lirois lahasik lefi madregosoi, that each and every person has to try to understand what they're capable of understanding on their level. Uki shemagila eizah And when a person achieves a certain level, when a person masters Mishnayis, then the person has to go to the next level, continue, and get to the level of Gemara. Which means to prepare a new set of kalim, a higher level kalem and garments, in order to be able to get to the next level based on the garments and kalem that that person is going to make based on their level. And now we could understand the very interesting thing that the Navi tells us in the beginning of Malachim that Dovd HaMelech was getting older and HaMelech Dovd Zokin Bo he was coming towards the end of his life. <speaking in Hebrew> they covered him with clothing, <speaking in Hebrew> and it didn't warm him. He was still cold. Dahainu, Rabnasan Sal explains, was to an incredible high level of recognition of Hashem, of understanding of Hashem. That's what these terms mean. Zokein, the Gemara says, is zekona, Zekona Chachmah. The term Zokein is used very often to, to refer to a person on a high level of Bo Bobayomim means he, he achieved, he reached old age. He he kept going higher and higher. Avol Oynish. However, he was given a punishment by Hashem at that point that he was not being given the ability to create, to generate the next level of Kalim to be able to get to the a higher level of Hassoga. This is tied into what Rabbi Nizal writes in chapter 21 in Likud Yomran. Rabbi Nizal explains there, based on this, on the Rashi, in the first Pesach in Baal Yitzchak, a person who's constantly learning new things, a person whose brain is not in park, they're running, they're running, they're going higher and higher, that generates heat. That's what generates the hislavus of the heart. That's what generates the passion for Hashem, for tefillah, for avodos Hashem. That this flame goes up by itself. I in Shom, HaShem Hazal, take a look over there in chapter 21, how Rabbein explains the Gemara and Baba Basra, where it says, <clears throat> in the future, <clears throat> each and every tzadik will be burned from the chuppah of his friend who is above him. The friend who is above him, that friend's chuppah, that friend's chitzonius, are at a much higher level <clears throat> than even the pneumious of the one below him. Rabbein Ezzel explains this there. The haklau, to, what what this really means is, a person who zayche to learn new things that are on their level that are relevant to them, that new knowledge that that person learned is going to warm that person. That's going to generate that chamimus. Rabbeinu Zal there mentions just like in physics. We know motion generates heat. When something's standing still, it cools off. When it's in motion, it generates heat. It gets hot. A machine, a computer, any kind of machine that's moving, it generates heat. So, so the, the, a person's brain, which is moving, which is climbing that ladder, ladder properly, going from step to step, that's going to generate, that, that, that's going to make the person warm. Ki ha-hasogo levushin. Because this, this new understanding is a concept of a garments, new, a new set of clothing, which cloaks the person and covers the person, and warms the person. But again, if a person is learning things that are beneath their level, even it's a very high level compared to other people. It will not warm him up at all. Because to him, that doesn't count. That's not clothing at all. Again, an adult is going to try to put on a baby sweater. Go ahead, try that. Try, see how warm you're going to get. A person's going to put on a person who's a size 40, going to put on a jacket that's size 30 or 28. See how warm you're going to get. Because to that person, that's not considered clothing at all. Even though you'll, put, you'll dress a baby in that clothing, wow, they're perfectly dressed. They can go outside in the snow and everything. And an adult will put on that same sweater. It'll go on his fingers. It'll go on his nose. This is what's meant that they, he was co- that, was covering himself with garments, but it wasn't warming him up. The Gemara tells us why did HaMelech, Why was David HaMelech given this punishment? Because he damaged the clothing of Shol HaMelech. He tore at one point when he was running away from Shah and everything and Sheol Amelch was sleeping and he went over him and tore his garment and then ran away and then he yelled out to Sheol Wake up! And he said, I could have killed you. You see, I could have killed you. I was right next to you. I, here, here, take a look at your coat. Somebody tore off. That was me. I could have killed you. Why, why do you want to kill me? And he Ki ha Because we just explained, clothing is chokhmotato, it's malchus. Remember, Rabbi always quotes the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan kori le'lemane mechabdusa. Rabbi Yochanan called his clothing, his kavoid. And kavoid is malchus, melech So, clothing is chokhmotato, b'chinas malchus as David, and therefore when Shol Amalech saw that David Amalech went out when he went out to challenge Goliath and they put clothing on him and they saw that it fit, oz haven boy tachsi malchus, Shol understood that he's qualified to be king. I, I see that he's ready for malchus, ki hamalchus because the malchus of a person is recognizable in their clothing. The kovod of a person is recognizable in, the, in their in their in their clothing. That's why the Gemara says a hey, Talmud Chacham who has a certain kind of stain on his clothing, he's high of misa, and that's why a religious Rabbi Nezal warns about this. A, a, a religious person is never allowed to wear something torn a torn garment, chas v'shoam. a person sitting shiva, le, 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 no. but otherwise to be extremely careful with the begodim because the begodam are the malchus, and that's what's most vulnerable to the kripois, to the sitrahra. They can attack most easily over there. malchus, as it says in Megillah, Sestra, levush malchus, the canal, as we mentioned earlier. V'alkein al yedei shpogam dove be bigday and therefore as a result of dofer hamlech damaging the garment of shol hamlech shein bkhinas khokh mutta which is the khokh mutta to bkhinas hislabchus has segladin be seg as a result of that alkein menash midokneget midol wherefor hashem punished him the exact same thing that he did to shol hamlech he damaged his khokh mutta which is the cloak for the Chochmeilah, so Dovr HaMelech was punished, that Dovra no longer had the, the malbush, the garment, the keli, into which to be able to receive the higher level of And therefore he covered himself with clothing, and it didn't warm him. Shmuel, and this is why we find that when Hashem gave Shol when Shmuel HaNavi went to Shol HaMelech and he told him, you have a mission, you have the most important mission in the history of Klal Yisrael. You are able to wipe out Amalek completely now, wipe it out once and for all. And Shol HaMelech went on this mission and he didn't accomplish the mission. The people said, uh, okay, we'll kill the men, but the, what are, the, the women, what, what are they? And, and, and the animals, we'll bring karbon ice, we'll bring karbon ice from the animals. Yeah? And Shola Melech didn't stand up strong against them. <clears throat> so, so it says that Hashem told Shmuel Navi, I'm totally disappointed in him. He doesn't deserve the Malchus. He's, he's no longer Melech. The Malchus is being transferred to his friend who's better than him, to Dovra Melech. So it says, Shmuel Hanavi went to, to deliver this message to Sheol HaMelech, And then Sheol HaMelech said, but right now I'm about to go out to the people. Please come out with me to show me support. Shmuel Hanavi said, no. And he started walking out. And Sheol HaMelech grabbed his garment. And Shmuel Hanavi kept walking. So Shmuel Hanavi's garment was torn. And Shmuel Hanavi turned around and said, just like this garment is torn, Hashem has torn the kingdom away from you and this is why Shmuel Anovi gave a sign to Shol Hamelech. Shemi Sheyikra BeGodov Yekabel The person who's going to tear your clothing, that's the person who's going to take over your <coughs> kingdom. This is in Medrash Tehillim. and Shmuel also his garment was torn. and he said to Shol Hamelech. You see the you see the garment that's torn. This is a sign that Hashem has torn the kingdom of the Jewish people away from you. Because clothing is the malchus, and that's why that was the sign of Melech. This is why clothing clothing is not the most important thing, but it's a very important thing. We don't judge a book by its cover. But at the same time, there is a concept of getting dressed for the occasion. Getting dressed for Shabbos. That a person dresses differently on Shabbos than they do during the weekdays. Shabbos, Yontif. Or they're going to see an important person. Or they're going to see Hashem. Person going to shul. You don't go to shul in sneakers, shorts, and, or to the Kaisel Maravi. A person is going to a Mokim Kodesh to know that if this is a place of holiness, that if this is a place of the revelation of the Malchus of Hashem, just like Lahavdil, Lahavdil, a person wouldn't go to the White House or to, to a place like that dressed in torn dungarees, although today probably the torn dungarees cost more than the regular dungarees, so it's more bekavedik. It's not bekavedik if you look normal. If you look abnormal, if you have one of those funny purple hair and that stuff, then you look normal, then you look sane. Otherwise, you're out of, out of line with, with reality, chas But But we're talking about the Torah's definition of normalcy and respect. Interesting that sometimes the tzaddikim, they again put on these costumes. Like when Rabbeinu was traveling to, to Israel, he didn't wear uh, his his, clothing, his normal clothing. And there are certain rabbis that made themselves like look poor and, and exiled exile themselves, the, because then they were lowering their malchus. These were tzaddikim. The Gemara says, "Man Malki Rabonan. who are the kings of the Jewish people, the rabbis. He's a king." But sometimes he knew that he's going on a mission, he had to dress up for the mission, that kind of thing. Rabbeinazal said that Eretz Yisroel is the highest of the high. And in order to get to the highest of the high, you have to go down to the lowest of the low. Rabbeinazal knew this secret of Yerida Tachlis Valia. And he said the Bal Shemtov wasn't, didn't understand this fully, and that's why he couldn't get to Eretz Yisroel. And Rabbi Inuzal said that he got it completely, and he knew he had to go down to the tachlis, the, the bottom of the bottom. That's why he ran around like a kid, you know, he was doing all, katnus shebekatnus it's called. He said Eretz Yisroel is called gadlus shebegadlus, and in order to get to Eretz Yisroel, you have to go to katnus shebekatnus. Or the story of the Baltfila, that again, when you're going, when you're doing outreach, when you're trying to reach out, you're going down to that place. You have to meet those people where they are. But again, it's a tremendous sakona. Unless you have a real tight rope. When when somebody falls into a pit, a a muddy pit and you want to go down, or somebody drowns and you want to go rescue them, you've got to be very, very qualified, and you gotta have a rope around you to ensure that you don't drown. We hear so many cases, Rahman al-Islam, Rahman al-Islam. I remember taking a lifeguard course as a kid and they warned us, they warned us that when a person is drowning or a person feels like they're drowning, they're wild. They're going to grab you in a way that they're going to, they're going to bring you down, not because they want to bring you down. They're trying to save themselves, and they don't understand. At that moment, they're frantic. They're going to try to grab you, so you have to know how to push that how to hold that person at a certain arm length, and how to grab hold of them in a way that they can't grab you, so that they don't bring you down. You have so many stories of a parent that saw a child run in, and the parent and the child drowned, R.A.W because they, they didn't know, they weren't qualified. You're going into the deep waters, the, the is deep waters, so many people who try to save somebody else, and they drown in the process, Rahu if if The person doesn't, isn't really qualified. Any questions? I have a question. I don't understand this whole thing. Don't we learn that, that Melech is going to come from Yehuda. It's not supposed to come from Sheol Amelech. Why does it even give this whole aspect of the whole thing? You're not going to be the king. We know he's not going to be the king. He can't continue It's coming from Yehuda. Why was it all continue? He said, no, Big problem. That's true. What you're saying is 100% true and correct. However, however, Sheol HaMelech was appointed as the first king of Klaal Israel. And once he was appointed as king, they were required to show him the proper respect. And he was required to stand up for his respect. We, the Gemara says, and we, we had this way earlier, that when, when he was appointed as king, there were some people that didn't show up for the carnate, that kind of thing. And the Gemara says that, and Shaul HaMelech may ignored it. And the Gemara says that was a pigam, that was a mistake on his part. If he was designated a king at that time, for that period of time, all the laws of Malchus applied to him. And Melech and al-Kvoy'doy, he's not allowed to forego his... And it was considered a pigam. That, that's given as one of the reasons why he, why he couldn't continue the kingdom. So, so it's true that the real Malchus, the eternal Malchus, is only from Dovet HaMelech, from Shevet Yudah, from Dovet However, Claudius Yisrael demanded a king and at that time Dover HaMelech wasn't ready to be king so Shol had to be an interim king and while he was king, he was king all the laws of Malchus applied to him and he's the one who was given this mission the opportunity to wipe out the Malchus of the Sidrachra completely Amolek is called, called comp. he's all 70 nations wrapped up into one but again, it, it wasn't the time it wasn't the time. There had to be a Dovra HaMelech. And then Dovr HaMelech tried so hard during his lifetime and didn't complete the job. And then there was a Shlomo HaMelech who went even further. Incredible success. The Gemara says, <laughs> He ruled in this world. All the kings respected him. And the Shedem and the Malachim respected him. And And you would think finished, the job is over. He was the 15th generation from Avraham Avinu, which means 15th of the month is full moon. It says during his time, Sierra Ba'ashleimusa. But, but yet it wasn't the time. And even by Shlom Melech, it says, he tried, he thought, he wanted to be Mesakain the Malchus Bashleimus, and he thought the way to do it is to take the daughters of every one of the kings and marry them Bigdusha with the Kedusha of Shlom Melech. And by doing that, he would knock over, he would defeat the Malchus of the Sitrachra completely. But it says, even there, there was an error. Even there, there was an error. That even a Melech has allowed 18 wives, and, and this was too, it, it wasn't the time yet. It wasn't possible to achieve it. So there we see the Malchus' nosedive from his son, from Rechavam, the Malchus goes down, the, the Malchus of Dovid HaMelech goes down, 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 all the way to Tzitkio HaMelech, who's a descendant of Davna, who Nevuchadnezzar captures him and takes his eyes out, blinds him and takes him into Golis. And we believe Ben Shleima that from that Yerida is going to come the ultimate Ali, is going to come Moshiach ben David, you know, the the final Gula musician. That's the Hastara we're in today. This Hastara Shebetoy Hastara, this super Yerida, this Katnus Shebekatnus, to prepare us for the godless shabigodlus. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. Tomorrow's Erev Shabbos Kedesh. To be happy, full of simcha and kibbe simcha seitseyan, with simcha to get out of this golos. To be socha to the gula Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening.